humanity. Some might call the people that lived and worked there the dregs, but Ben was not the judgmental sort, and anyway, he was one of them. As nimble and lean as a whippet, Ben ducked and weaved his way through the crowd, dodging elbows, squeezing between bodies, even getting down on his knees and crawling through the forest of legs, Ben knew that Wilde wouldn't catch him this time. Poor bloke, thought Ben with a grin as he remembered his missile catching the bobby full in the face. He's going to be picking that out of his moustache till Christmas. All day, grey snow had been tumbling down out of the sky like ash, and Ben's feet skidded on the cobbles as he made good his escape. His trousers were soaked through, too, and his hands were wet and raw, but he soon left poor old Constable Wilde far behind, and so it was a small enough price to pay. Nine times out of ten, Ben was the very model of honesty. But during those rare lapses, it always seemed to be Constable Gabriel Wilde who arrived on the scene. It was Constable Wilde who had thrashed him after he broke the window of Langdale's tobacconists, and it was Wilde who caught him and thrashed him again after the unfortunate incident involving the butcher's dog, the sausages, and the club-footed grocer. In Ben's defence, He hadn't actually meant to hit Constable Wilde in the face, he was trying to knock off his helmet. And when he first came up with the idea, it was only going to be a snowball that he threw. But then the cart horse had been good enough to lay a stinking, steaming road apple right there on the ground in front of him, and one thing led to another. It was pretty much the story of his life. Satisfied that Wilde had definitely called it quits, Ben paused to set his hat at the right angle. A billycock was like a bowler hat, only a touch more dandy, and in Ben's opinion it had to be set just so. Happy, Ben grinned at his reflection in a shop window, shoved his throbbing hands back into his pockets, and set off back towards Old Gravel Lane and home. Night was beginning to fall now, and the darkness brought a wicked edge to the wind that cut through his coat to the marrow in his bones. As he trudged through the quiet back streets, a church bell chimed. It was then that Ben saw the man. The Weeping Man. At least, that was what the street kids called him. Ben stopped dead and watched the figure from a distance, trying to make out if it really could be him. Ghoulish curiosity getting the better of him, he took a step nearer. At first, no one had even noticed that children were disappearing. If there was one thing that the East End wasn't short of, it was unwanted children. Kids went missing.